0: The big three are skipping E3. For February 1st, 2023, this is Let's Play Daily Gaming News. Hey, what's going on? My name's Nate Bender and welcome to Let's Play, a daily gaming news podcast where we run down everything you need to know from the gaming world in about 5 minutes. Coming up, Japan has officially declared January 31st is Final Fantasy 7 Day and we'll take a look at some of the biggest games coming out in February. According to sources from IGN and The Video Game Chronicles, Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo have all apparently pulled out of E3 2023 which honestly does not bode well for the event. Sony was obviously not showing up to E3 2023. This is due to Sony having a disagreement with the Entertainment Software Association dating all the way back to 2018, which saw Sony backing out of E3 entirely, instead opting to run their state-of-play presentations alongside E3. For Nintendo, VGC sources stated that the company doesn't have any major releases for 2023. It's kind of weird. So, it's unlikely that Nintendo will be holding its summer Nintendo Direct Showcase. This is probably due to the most anticipated Nintendo title being The Legend of Zelda Tears of a Kingdom, coming out a month prior on May 12th. For Microsoft, they'll be holding their own physical showcase in Los Angeles, which will coincide with E3. Microsoft CEO Phil Spencer told IGN that Microsoft still supports the ESA and E3 with Microsoft trying to make their physical showcase more convenient for pressing consumers to attend during the E3 event. Despite the big three console manufacturers backing out of E3 2023, ReadPop E3's new organizers have confirmed that they started sending out contracts to exhibitors this month, with ReadPop claiming that they have received, quote, a tremendous amount of interest and verbal commitments from many of the biggest companies in the industry. Overall, it'll be interesting to see who actually shows up to E3 2023. Yesterday was the 26th anniversary of the release of 1997's Final Fantasy VII, and Japan celebrated this anniversary by officially designating January 31st as Final Fantasy VII Day. Though this Final Fantasy VII Day is not considered a national holiday, so no one's getting the day off work, unfortunately. Final Fantasy VII's director Yoshinori Katase commented on this, stating that, quote, with the establishment of this official anniversary day, I will now always remember these things, and hold on to them dearly in my heart. What Katase will always remember is the development of Final Fantasy VII and the evolution of gaming since 1997." For the U.S., though, January 31st was National Backwards Day, and a direct quote from nationaldaycalendar.com says, quote, "...the day provides an opportunity to reverse our ways, our direction, or simply, our shirt." Which to be honest, is super f***ing lame. I would much rather have the official Final Fantasy 7 day here in the US instead of the bastardization of Opposite Day. Since it's the first of the month, we'll be continuing our release-pocalypse watch. Starting with a release tomorrow, the sequel to Deliver Us the Moon, Deliver Us Mars, which is a sci-fi adventure game where you play as astronaut Kathy Johnson on a journey across a hostile galaxy in search of answers for humanity's survival crisis. Deliver Us Mars launches on all platforms except the Nintendo Switch. On February 16th, Square Enix's Theater Rhythm Final Bar line releases on PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch. If you haven't played any of the Theater Rhythm games, it's a rhythm-based game which has 385 music tracks from the entire Final Fantasy series. Though, this new iteration has co-op play and four-player online battle features. On February 17th, EA and Koei Tecmo are releasing Wild Hearts, which looks to be a Monster Hunter clone set in the fantasy version of Medieval Japan. Wild Hearts is launching on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC. On February 21st, Ryuga Gotoku Studios is releasing Like a Dragon Ishin on all platforms, sans the Nintendo Switch. Like a Dragon Ishin is the remake of a 2014 Japanese exclusive of the same name, which is a samurai drama set in Japan's Edo period. On February 22nd, Sony is releasing its PlayStation VR 2. The VR headset is set to launch with 32 titles, including Guerrilla Games' Horizon Call of the Mountain. On the 24th, we'll see the sequel to Octopath Traveler, Octopath Traveler 2 which launches on PlayStation 4 and 5 as well as PC and the Nintendo Switch. Nintendo is also releasing the remake of Kirby's Return to Dreamland on the same day. On the 28th, Destiny 2 is slated its next expansion called Lightfall, which pits Destiny 2 players against a new foe called the Shadow Legion and opens up new parts of the outer galaxy to explore. Overall, this month still has a bunch of other games coming out that I just didn't have time to cover, like 31 of the PSVR 2's releases, so if you'd like to check out the full list of this month's releases, a link will be in today's show description. Alright, well that's it for today's episode of Let's Play. Make sure you subscribe so you can come back tomorrow for even more video game news. Follow us on TikTok at Let's Play Gaming News and leave us a podcast review on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Podchaser, and Amazon. Story selection and writing by Aaron Pillen. You can follow him on Twitter at Lloyd underscore RNG. You can follow me on Twitter at Nate Benderama and catch me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. My